Nation. This is your boy Vince Taki coming at you from the Nashville of the North, Brooklyn, New York. Guys, we just beat Indianapolis in their own home. 31-17, huge AFC South victory. Huge win to get one uh, against Indy on the road. Two 6-5 teams going at it. Uh, we It was getting the essential monkey off our back. It finally felt... Uh, like we like we uh, were able to take the next step um, and, and and slay a dragon, if you will. Uh, Indy's been a team that has just absolutely had our number. Andrew Luck was essentially unbeatable for us while he was here um, in the NFL. Um, they made the switch uh, to Brissett after his retirement. Uh, we lost to them week two. Uh, we we didn't look like a team that that was ready to to really hang with the big boys in the AFC South. Uh, which are which are the Colts and the Texans, and and we finally did it. We finally, finally, finally did it, uh, bringing ourselves to seven and five, and and pushing the Colts to a really tough spot at a six and six and five hundred at this point of the season is it's going to be tough in a t- in a in a very um, tight AFC playoff race. It, it just it felt so damn good to finally beat the Colts. Um, it was a 17-17 game going to the fourth quarter, and, and one team made the plays that they needed to make, and, and the other didn't, and it was really as simple as that. Um, congrats to Coach Vrabel. Um, I know this was, this was a big win for him. Um, you know, he was 0-3 against Indy up to this point, the only divisional opponent he's yet to beat. Way to go, guys. Just a huge freaking win. I know I've been complaining a lot over the course of the season. I complain a lot in general. Um, I've gotten on this team a lot in the past for not for not really getting up for games like this, uh, but but you know the proof is in the pudding. Thirty-one seventeen, we're sitting at seven and five. Tannehill is five and one since taking over. Um, we are we for all intents and purposes control our own destiny. We got a lot of football left to be played. We got four big games ahead. Two of them against Houston um, in weeks fifteen and seventeen. Which, which could ultimately seal our fate. But, uh, you know, I, I, it was just an absolute breath of fresh air seeing this team show up for a really, really, really important game and, and, uh, and make the plays, make big plays when they needed to be made. That's, that's the difference between, between teams that are going to be going on and playing on in January and teams are going to be watching at home at this point in the season is, is who... Which team is making the plays uh, at the times that they need to be made? And, and you can go down to some, some recent games, Kansas City game, uh, this game against Indianapolis here. We've made some big plays and big moments, so congrats to the boys. Uh, congrats, congrats to the coaching staff. But you know what? Our work is not nearly close to being done. we got a quarter of the season left, uh, four huge games, um, and, and, and we'll, we'll see if we can keep this rolling. Speaking of rolling, though, Derrick Henry, another just absolute dominant performance. I'm not going to hesitate. This guy's our best player, uh, offense, defense, special teams, whatever. He he has been our our team's MVP. Another 149 yards against the Colts and one touchdown um, on, on, a, on a tough um, tough run on, on a fourth and one. Got the corner, got out the stiff arm, and and got into the end zone. Um, Derrick Henry has just been an absolute an absolute godsend this season. The offensive line is is doing a much better job in, in run blocking. Obviously, Tannehill's ability to to really uh, 
sell play action and, and make big throws is, is certainly uh, helping Derek out a lot. But I just want to just want to tip my hat to that guy. He he's obviously ended last season on a big time hot streak, and he's just run so hard every single game. Um, we finally kind of found the winning formula, which is believe it or not, just give him the ball. Um, Arthur Smith isn't hesitating to feed him the rock. He's not getting too cute with with Deion Lewis, Carey sprinkled in here and there. Just give Derek the ball and let him do his thing. Uh, he, he's been absolutely vicious um, at the line of scrimmage. He's, he's racking up so many yards after first contact. Uh, that stiff arm is, is such a legitimate weapon. Um, there was one great, great play where he just sent Darius Leonard straight to the ground and got to the second level. Just an aggressive runner, a low to take down, gets better with, with the more carries he gets. No one, no one's going to want to hit this guy in cold weather, um, and, and no one's definitely going to want to hit this guy late in the game. So props to D-Hen. Keep it rolling, deuce, deuce. Definitely uh, warrants a Pro Bowl vote. Is at the top of the league. Um, and pretty much any important rushing statistic, uh, he, he's just been an absolute workhorse and, and a pleasure to watch as a Titan fan. Um, he, he's, he's the leader of what's going on. What, he's the, produce, the production leader of what is uh, really becoming a very, very efficient offense, uh, which we saw from Tannehill's performance. Just two touchdowns um, on just 22 passes with 17 to 22. Um, which was uh, really highlighted by a, uh, I think it was a third and six, third and eight maybe, bomb, 40-yard bomb to Khalif Raymond uh, to, to take the score from 24-17 to 31-17 and, effect, and effic- effectively ending the game right then and there um, with just about three minutes left in the fourth quarter. Uh, ballsy throw by, by Tannehill, who, who did what he needed to do all game, took a lot of sacks in the first half, Maybe one or two was on him, but really the offensive line wasn't doing him any favors. Uh, we, ha- we had some nice adjustments at half on both sides of the ball, um, and it was Tannehill was able to stay stay upright, make the throws he needed to, and ultimately punctuated by by a dive, diving catch by Khalif Raymond on a ballsy uh, third, third, third down call. Um, so props to Arthur Smith as well for that call. Vrabel said that it was uh, Arthur Smith's best play call of the season. I can't help but agree. Um, Arthur Smith, I, I do think um, that the jury is still out on you as an offense coordinator, but give credit where credit's due. You called a really nice game. Uh, you've seemed to be finding your groove, finding your groove a bit, um, which, you know what, man, if you can keep it up, I'm not going to complain. I just want, want to see successful, want to see winning football, um, and, and want to see sensible play calling. And, and 12, you know, 12 games into the season, I can certainly sit here and say you've improved as the year went on. You've learned from some mistakes. You've you've uh, gotten a better grasp of this team and their skill sets. You've uh, had the light bulb go off of feeding Derrick Henry. Obviously, the switch to Tannehill has been beneficial for the team as a whole. Um, just a much more decisive and effective passer than Mariota has had been. Um, so um, now, now that we kind of have this formula, let's keep it moving forward. Um, one thing that, that I do want to call out that, that I think we certainly need to think about moving forward in this season is our, we got to get the ball to our receivers more, man. Uh, A.J. Brown led our receivers with three catches. Corey only had one. Corey had a small handful of targets, if that. He had a bad drop. 
Um, I have, I'm having a lot of issues with Corey Davis and his consistency. Um, I, I do think that physically and skill set wise, um, we have we have two guys in Corey and AJ who could be considered quote unquote number one receivers. Um, I, I think Corey's potential is truly sky high, but I, I, I'm starting to think that this guy's just never going to put it together. Um, obviously, we don't do enough to get our receivers the ball. Period. Um, but but when you see AJ at least producing with the small targets he gets, um, that that's a bit of an eyebrow raiser for me. Um, you, you start wondering what's going on, what's really behind uh, Corey's lack of lack of production. Um, but I do think in general, even guys like Humphreys, um, we, we need to look to him more often and, and earlier in the games. First half, we were feeding, feeding the ball to Ferkser, which is, I mean, it's okay. He was, he was you know, moving the chains. Um, I like Anthony Ferkser a lot. He's a good weapon to have. Um, he's definitely a guy that, that other teams struggle to even prepare for because he's such an afterthought, but he is a good athlete. Um, he finds soft spots in zones, and he has very good hands all things considered. But, you know, if I'm, I'm still, I keep going back to this. If I'm John Robinson and I'm investing significant draft capital and, and dollars in free in, um, in receivers, you know, let's use these guys. Let's freaking use these guys. Um, it, it's it's going to help us uh, moving forward, especially as team. There's going to be a team that's going to that's going to be able to slow down Derek a little bit. Uh, and we, we got to have a plan B. We got we gotta we gotta expand that repertoire a bit more. We got a quarterback who can make any throw on the field. Um, it's t- it's time to use these additional weapons weapons we have. We're scoring a lot of points. Obviously, we're scoring you know with Tannehill. We're we're putting up thirty, no problem. So so it's it's hard to even kind of argue a case about you know how can we even get better as an offense. But there definitely there definitely are more aspects of of this O that we need to start revealing. Um, and, and they wear number 11 and number 84. Um, but you know what? Offense, offensive line, way to go, guys. Cleaned it up a bit from the beginning of the year. Uh, definitely not the sieve, even though we had a bad first half again, against the Colts. Um, in pass blocking, run blocking has been top-notch. Roger Saffold really turned his season around. Ben Jones doing a good job. Nate Davis... The growth, the growth is uh, week to week. Keep it up. You're 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 a tough dude. Um, you're you're a mauler. You're a big body. Uh, you're you're an athlete, and and it's been nice watching you improve over the past few weeks. Um, so keep it up on you guys too. Offense, you guys are just it's looking good. It's looking good. But there are some opportunities to fine tune some things, and and I hope that we're seeing it, and I hope that we start putting it into play. Uh, transitioning in now over to the defensive side of the ball. Run defense was stout. Uh, Indy really struggled to get anything going. Obviously, I know Marlon Mack being out. They were out their number one guy. Uh, Williams was a non-factor. I think he pretty much got benched. Um, I don't think it was perf- per- due to performance. I think it was just due to personnel and the needs. They, uh, Indy had a few few injuries happen throughout the game. That tr- that did that probably caused them to kind of edit their game plan a bit. But at the end of the day. We could only stop the guys in front of us, and we did. Jeffrey Simmons had a nice game again. Um, uh, he, he's he's another one that that you know you just you see him starting to get up a little bit more to game speed. Uh, wasn't necessarily making a bunch of flashy plays, but when you watch the tape afterwards, 
Um, there were a few viral videos out about him just totally mauling Quentin Nelson, who's a, you know a special special guard that's going to be playing for a long time. That's a, that's a matchup that that you got to be excited to see as a fan. Uh, Jarrell Casey made a splash, made some splash plays. Um, Harold Landry uh, still making an impact. Um, it, it, it just it's good to see the defense doing their job. Held the Colts to 17 points. Uh, they didn't score uh, in the fourth quarter. Good performance, um, especially when we have a DB group as thin as we as thin as we did. Dory Jackson was out most of the game with with a foot injury. Uh, obviously, Malcolm Butler has been out. Lashawn Sims missed the entire game, uh, so it was a big opportunity for Kareem Moore and Ty Smith. Obviously, um, Brissett was able to find some holes early in the game. We were playing a lot of zone that that uh, Indianapolis and seemingly always were able to just find soft spots in and 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 uh, move the chains. Um, so it was a bit concerning in the first half. I don't necessarily think that was solely on Oren Smith. I think it was just on you know a good game plan being executed by by a Frank Reich team um, and, and, a, and a smart quarterback in Brissett. But second half adjustments made the difference in this one for me, uh, especially with with the way Dean P started blitzing more. Um, really, we were able to get to Brissett and make life tough on him, and, and it paid dividends. Um, so even with a thin DB group, props to Kareem Moore, props to Ty Smith for stepping up when their number was called, especially Ty Smith. Um, Ty Smith, I, my personal MVP of the game. Um, obviously, we, we can all talk about the, 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 the tide-changing play of the game, early fourth quarter, 17-17. Adam Benatari lines up for a field goal. Uh, Crick Shank just absolutely uh, busts through the line of scrimmage. It's pretty much at the ball before before Benetieri's foot even gets to the gets to it. Uh, blocks it right into Ty Smith's hands, who waltz untouched into the end zone for around 60 yards. Absolute game changing play, game clinching play. Ultimately, brought us up a score um, in the fourth quarter. And it's kind of go back to what I was talking about earlier. You know, at, at this point in the game, and at this point in the season as well, someone's got to start making plays that are going to be the difference the difference-making plays in the game. And Ty Smith not just made one, but uh, on with about two minutes left in the game, forced a fumble um, as, as Indianapolis uh, had passed it into the, into the red zone. Um, variable smart challenge there because ultimately the guy was ruled down. Initially the, the player was ruled down, but Ty Smith got his hand in there, forced a fumble. Uh, Correa had recovered. Correa had another really – Correa as well had a nice game. Shout-out to him. Um, had, had some really just nice contained plays that, that kept potential big gainers uh, uh, down to a minimum. So props to Correa. Recovered that fumble as well, and, and uh, we were given the we were awarded the ball after Vrabel's challenge was successful, and we were able to knee it out the rest of the game. So props to Ty Smith for stepping up. Props to the special teams for making another game-changing play. Um, and, and props to the defense as a whole for, for certainly uh, carrying their weight uh, we've had some kind of shaky performances from the defenses of late, um, and and you know a, as we as we look at our remaining schedule, we're definitely gonna need this DB group to 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 do their job. Hopefully, Adoree gets back. Hopefully, LaShawn gets back soon. Uh, we signed Tremaine Brock yesterday. Picked him off. We picked him off waivers. Um, he's a guy that's that's definitely proven he can play and belongs in the league. A little surprising to see a team cut him at this point. Um, I know I don't know the whole details in Italy, but I know he's had some quote unquote personality character concerns. Hopefully, it's a non-issue. We really just need the guy to come in and be a vet. 
um, and, and play smart football, which I, I, I hope he can do. I hope he can kind of buy into this winning culture that we have, that we're establishing, and, um, and understand that, that there, there's a job to be done here, and, and if it's done right, we, we could find ourselves in the playoffs. Um, so again, team, big team win. When you, when you win 31-17 against a divisional opponent, it's a big team win. Um, I've, I got to give Mike Vrabel his props here. Team looked good throughout. He had some really successful challenges for once. Um, so the kind of like situational football, um, poor decision making that we were seeing earlier in this in this year, uh, I, I think Vrabel's been been a bit more. Um, I don't how to how to say uh, careful with with the decisions he's made. Obviously, he's always going to be aggressive, and um, and that's who he is. That's in his DNA, and. Even if that fourth and one Henry touchdown got stuffed, it, it wasn't a bad call. Um, like some of his decisions earlier in the year, such as the fake field goal, um, he, he's been more. He's, this was his most effective game, I think, as a coach with challenges. Um, so again, I'm giving credit where credits due. The two the two guys in the coaching staff I've ripped the most have been Mike Vrabel um, and Art Smith, and and they've they've certainly have uh, improved, which is something that Vrabel preaches is, is just improvement over the season. And he said in his press conference this week, the teams that improve are the teams that find themselves in the position we're finding ourselves in, which is competing for a playoff spot in the month of December. So props. Props Vrabes. Props Art. Uh, keep it up. Obviously, Dean Peace, just you're going to get consistent props. You're, you're by far our best coach on the team. Um, so keep that defense tight. Uh, got a lot of injuries we're dealing with, but if there's a if there's a guy to to keep us stable, it, it's Mr. Pease. Uh, looking ahead, though, guys, we got we got four big games. Uh, we're going out to Oakland this week. Oakland is reeling. Oakland is struggling. Um, this is our quote unquote trap game of our last four. Every game is a big game. Every game we need to approach is a playoff game. Um, I, I do I do I do think that. That if we go into Oakland and just straight up take care of business and 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 play and play a game where we're clearly the dominant team, um, it's going to speak volumes about about if, if we truly are um, if we truly are legit. I think we're obviously a threat. Um, you know, beating the Colts, yeah, we're we're a tough football team. Uh, but it's time to go in Oakland now and curb stomp them a little bit. Get up to eight and five because then we play Houston. We got a home game against Houston. We're hosting New Orleans, uh, which is obviously they're an NFC powerhouse. Uh, it's going to be great having that game at home. That's going to be a big time test. Uh, you know, obviously you don't want to lose any games. If there is one, we could lose. You know, that that's one that that wouldn't uh, I don't think cripple us. But then we go into Houston Week 17 for for what could be a very 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 big game. There's a lot of work left to be done. There's more. I will say there's more work to be done in these four weeks playing Houston twice. Houston sitting sitting at uh, eight and four after after beating up New England. Um, so a game ahead of us in the AFC South. Wild card's a mess. I want to go out and win this damn division, baby. We got to beat Houston. But first we got to beat Oakland. Simple as that. One thing at a time. It's easy to look ahead. I caught myself just there. It's easy to look ahead at the big games, divisional games against Houston, um, but but we got to take care of business this week. We got to keep pace with them because they're going to continue winning. We got to keep pace with them to ensure that the games that we play against them 
are, are going to ultimately decide the AFC South. Um, again, love this, I, 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 I think I've kind of rediscovered my love and passion for this team. It's been a, it's been a tough ride getting here. It's been a tough 12 weeks. But, um, you know, all, all you can really ask for at the end of the day is, is, playing, is playing competitive football late in the season and, and being in the mix, and that's exactly where we're at. Um, so let's keep this freaking rolling, guys. Let's, uh, let's continue building on this identity of an offense. That we're just pounding the ball down teams' throats, keep playing smart defense, and let's just keep being prepared for each game. And, and we're going to find ourselves competing and having an opportunity to win over the next four weeks. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Hopefully we're talking about a big Oakland dub. Thanks so much for listening, and I uh, hope you like this episode of Two-Tone Nation.